What's up, y'all? Welcome to season two of the Learning and Community Podcast, where every week we explore resources and ideas to maximize the impact of youth workers across our community. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Um, this is episode two of season two, and we have our guy Jeremy back in the house. What? I, first of all, I didn't know that I was a part of the season opener. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yes. You're, help, a, you're helping us launch, baby. That's yes. awesome. That's awesome. And Josh is in the spot. Say what's up, Josh. What up? What up? Yeah, we season two. Big time. <laughs> okay. Look it. <laughs> they had us back. Let's tell you. <laughs> all these listeners. Right. I'm saying we got new materials. Yeah. We're looking, we're looking good. Um, no, so Jeremy, you came on our last episode, but we didn't even get into the fullness of your background, okay? <laughs> yeah. Because you got many jobs, uh, 20 years plus of experience leading worship in churches across the 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 county, the well, state, yeah, yeah, the, the country. State, well, yeah, um, at least the region, right? Like, yeah. Um, Mostly here in Washington State, uh, across the state. Uh, I've also spent some time in Portland, Oregon. I uh, served at a church there for a year, and in Houston, Texas, I church. I served at a church in um, for about a year and a half. What was unique about that church was the pastor of that church over he was uh, over a hundred churches, um, and so yeah, we got to go a lot of places. Some churches were as big as this studio that we're in. Um, others were <laughs> much larger. Uh, but yeah, I got to see a lot. Man, everything's bigger in Texas, right, Josh? <laughs> they grow They grow everybody Josh's size in Texas. Right. Yeah. And currently I am serving as the worship director for Anchor Church, and I'm part of the planting team for our second campus, which is going to be Anchor Lincoln. Uh, we are going to be in the Lincoln District of Tacoma, uh, which if you're familiar with the city, is a really great cross section of just diversity. Um, you can stand on any corner in that in that area and see, you know, a Hispanic restaurant next to a Vietnamese restaurant next to, you know, just an African American business, um, and just there's just so much diversity in that space, uh, socioeconomic diversity, um, and we're excited to be a part of that community. So that's kind of like being on the other side, because as we talk about church partnerships, you've mostly been on the side of like trying to get churches to partner with you and your work at Thrivent. Yeah, yeah. So actually, I'm glad you mentioned that. So as a as an engagement leader at Thrivent, a lot of the work that I do is having conversations with nonprofits and churches about what partnership could look like. Um, how can we come alongside and be an extension of your ministry? Um, I'll probably say that phrase a couple more times throughout this podcast. Um, but I think it's important to come alongside a church or a nonprofit and say, how can we help you fulfill the mission and vision that you're, uh, that you feel God's place on your heart. Mm, that's good. That's good. You know, YFC's ministry fairly well, mm -hmm. um, being on the board and you know, like a huge part of our ministry is connecting kids to the local church because I mean, it's not like we abandoned them after 19, <laughs> but like Josh and I are really passionate about like discipleship and getting kids connected to a local church. Yeah. And, um, what are some ways that we can like reimagine church partnership in a way that's fruitful for both parties? Like, yeah, man, that's such a good question. Uh, it's a more interesting question now that we're here in this kind of COVID environment. Um, I would say, you know, a couple things come to mind as I think about, you know, what practically a partnership with a, a nonprofit like YFC and a church could look like. I think, you know, primarily what has to happen at the at the most basic level is 
let's sit down and have the conversation of alignment, right? To say, hey, like, we're not here necessarily, you know, we as YFC are not coming to your church with an agenda, right? Like, I want to dispel the myth that we're here to steal your youth department, to take over your youth department, um, you know, or to be a supplement for your youth department. What we want to do is actually work in partnership. Um, you know, we are all trying to reach the same body of community. Um, and so there should be ways that we could work together to make that happen. Um, and then the other thing I think about is really just asking the question, like, what is, what are the needs that you see as a church, right? Like mm-hmm. we at YSC, we know what we see day in and day out through, you know, whether it's city life or, you know, all of those opportunities, we know what we see. Um, we don't necessarily know what the church is seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if we can help, help them answer their question, help them uncover what their need is, and then be in position to fill it, I think a partnership lends a lot better that way. So my question is, Jeremy, just very practically, you know, you are a part of Anchor Lincoln lead team where y'all are planning a church in Lincoln District. We mm-hmm. are doing ministry to Lincoln High School. How do we unite and form a collaboration that will work for both of us? Or what are some ideas that you would like to see us partner with as we move forward? Yeah, yeah. Um, so Matthew Lyon, who is our, our he's going to be leading that campus there. There's a unique story. So one of the counselors at Lincoln High School is actually a member of Anchor Church. Oh, cool. Um, and so he's been having some conversation with her to kind of go like, hey, like, what is the pulse of that community? What are the needs in that community? Um, he's also said that, you know, like one of the things his first his next step would be to reach out to someone like Josh. I think what will happen in that conversation is very simply we'll go, you know, hey, Josh, tell us what you see happening in and around the Lincoln District. Right. Um, that would be our question to you, right? Because we're coming into the space. Um, and I think if you are on the other end where you're going into a new space, I think that's, that's the question that you ask, right? Hey, tell us about what's happening in the Lincoln district. What should we be thinking about? What has worked? What hasn't worked? And then what are your needs? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then we would say, you know, I know a couple of things that we don't have at the moment is we don't necessarily have kids programming. We don't have youth, young adult programming at the moment. And so the question is, you know, what are the programs that you are currently doing that we can funnel kids into until we find a youth pastor, mm-hmm. right? Or until we find a kid's pastor, what are you guys doing that we can funnel things into? Um, and specifically in this COVID season, as, we, as we're approaching the holidays, right? Like, are there practical needs that we can meet, right? Like, we don't want to, you know, go out and buy a hundred turkeys when, you know, what's needed is socks, right? right? Um, or what's needed is, you know, more school supplies, right? Whatever, whatever that need is, uh, we want to know what that need is so that we can show up. So yeah. yeah, you like think of a church that um, has been in a neighborhood for a long time, but like has never connected with the community there. Like what would be first steps? Yeah, that's a, that's a, Man, I could I could open a whole different podcast on commuting congregations. If Josh lived in Federal Way and came to, you know, Anchor Lincoln, I would be like, man, like, are you guys thinking about moving into Tacoma? <laughs> right? Like, that would be my first thought. Right? Yeah. Like, are you guys considering moving to Tacoma? Um, and if he said no, then we would have a different conversation about, you know, what, what church partnerships should look like. Um, all that to say, I think the first thing that you – now, granted, we're in a unique situation with COVID and restrictions, but I think that, you know, as, as restrictions change, as, as life 
moves forward at some point, I think you it would do you good to have office hours mm. outside of your office in the community. Um, whether that means you, you know, twice a week you say, hey, I'm going to spend the first half of my day at the local coffee shop or I'm going to spend, you know, I'm going to do an extended lunch at, you know, the mom and pop, you know, taco place so that I can be a face in this community Mm. Um, and not just a commuter and a consumer of the community. Um, I think that, you know, to be able to embed yourself in the community and and create a new narrative because people know that your church is there. Um, They also know that, again, they also assume that your church doesn't necessarily care Mm. because they see you every weekend, but it's transactional, right? Like they don't see you on Tuesday nights down at, you know, fill in the blank space for bingo. They don't see you, you know, at the early bird special on Saturday mornings, right? Like they don't know your name. Um, And so I would say there's an opportunity for, for you as a youth worker, youth pastor to create some consistency in your community. Um, One of the things I mentioned last week was, Find a space to adopt, right? Adopt a coffee shop, adopt a bookstore, adopt a restaurant and say like, hey, like every week or, you know, as your budget will allow, right? Like, let's be clear. Um, every week, twice a month, um, I am going to eat at this space. My goal is not to learn my server's name, but for them to learn mine. And then at that space, you're able to take the conversation and the relationship a level deeper. Yeah, that's good. No, I think that's really helpful. That's really helpful as I think of churches who just now are like, oh, whoa, like our community is changing. I've mm-hmm. got a friend of mine who is uh, one of the lead pastors at St. John, which is a historical black church in the hilltop. Mm-hmm. And he will tell you himself, the landscape of his community is changing. And so, you know, he and I have had conversations around taking necessary steps to make church a, a open space for you know, the, the changing landscape of, of the hilltop area, right? Mm-hmm. Like you can resist that or you can lean into it. And mm-hmm. I can tell you that the churches and the, you know, ministry organizations that are successful in this season are leaning into and leading the way in those conversations. Hey, everybody, you know what it is. We're back for take three. Uh, same thing we do every week. We're going to give you three practical takeaways from everything that we got in our conversation with Jeremy today. So I would say uh, take number one uh, would be to embed yourself wherever you're trying to serve. And practically, that looks like um, getting plugged into a church if you're not already plugged into a church where you want to serve. Um, But that can also look like if you're a part of a church that doesn't feel super connected to your community, like popping up at a coffee shop or um, like Jeremy talked about, like adopting a restaurant. Like there are a lot of ways that you can get plugged into the community. Um, And right now during COVID, I think um, a way to do that is to like maybe do drop-offs. Like there are ways that you can like drop stuff off at businesses just to say like, Hey, thank you. We're thinking of you. We're praying for you. Like, you know, there are ways that you can continue to stay connected um, in the community and allow your church or your ministry to be a presence. Um, and that's really what we want to do is be a presence so that when like, you know, Josh and I serve at Lincoln High School. So when Miss Sierra, the librarian thinks of like, oh, I really need volunteers to come do this thing and break down stuff with these kids in small groups. Like I'm gonna call Josh and Rachel, like, because we've been present and just like 
literally been present in the library for a year, like we're the first people she thinks of. Um, and it wasn't anything like dramatic or magical that we did. It was a really practical way of just saying like, we're here, this is who we are, this is what we do, build relationship. Um, and then we see that partnership take off. Um, so I think it's the same can be said for churches. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Josh, do you want to talk, take, take two? Yeah. I mean, the end of yours kind of goes into my take. Um, as being in the Lincoln district, um, I have done a good job of fostering relationships with, um, school staff, but I need to do a better job of more churches being involved with churches. So maybe having a conversation, um, with Matt, um, where we can sit down and just have those conversations about, Hey, this is what we need. This is, um, what we're about and how can we make this a collaboration that works for both sides. So yeah, kind of embedding myself in those churches, um, having those conversations with those leaders so that we can all be on the same page. Wow. Yeah, no, that's really good. Um, I think the last thing I'll say is just, you know, kind of touching on something I said earlier, seeking for interdependence, Mm. right. To create a situation where it's not, you know, our youth, you know, nonprofit is coming into your church or this church is coming into this, but we're actually coming together in tandem for the greater good of the youth. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so there are ways that you can dispel that myth, you know, by having conversations to go like, Hey, like we're not here to take over what you're doing. We're here to supplement what you're doing. We're here to, you know, be an extension of your ministry as you seek to achieve your mission and vision. Um, that's something that I almost always say when I'm going into church partnerships with, um, whether it's with my work at Thrivent or with the work that I do with, at Anchor, I'm saying, hey, like we want to be an extension of what you're doing. We're not trying to take over. We're not trying to reinvent. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to come alongside the good work that you're already doing and just add some support. Yeah, that's good. Um, and that's, I think that's what we all want to be about, right? It's like we, cause we are an extension of Jesus yes. and that's what we get to do. Um, whether it's under the banner of youth for Christ or anchor or whatever, like we want to be an extension of Christ. Um, and so, yeah, thank you for that, Jeremy. Thank you for that reminder. Absolutely. Thanks um, for joining us, man. Thank you guys for having me. Can I say that this is actually really, really dope. Um, I remember when you guys were talking about this as an idea <laughs> and to see it from idea to season two Yo. in just such a short window hats off to you guys um i i think you guys are doing really excellent uh again shout out to bobby for giving you all the leverage to just go yeah um i'm super excited to be a part of what you're doing i will support you in any way i can whatever you need from me um you guys know how to reach me yo thanks man appreciate it appreciate it And that's a wrap.